2: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com spoken today.
3: Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Decomplicating Dressage podcast. For those of you that are new here, my name is Jess Gale and this podcast is all about making dressage make sense. Suppleness is one of those things where I think we all struggle with how much we should be aiming for and what that looks like. How supple should our horses be? Can a horse be too round? Can they be too supple? And if they are too round or too supple, is that gonna cause problems for us in our training or lead to us possibly losing marks in our scores. We're gonna cover all of this on today's podcast. So I think the best place for us to start is to talk about what suppleness actually is first, because the definition of suppleness is that the horse's muscles are toned. So they've been used correctly for the horse to be able to build that muscle in that area. But they're free from resistance they're free from tightness and there shouldn't be any tension there so when a rider puts an aid on the horse shouldn't tighten or tense up or resist against the rider's aids the muscles that we focused on most in dressage are going to be the horse's top line muscles and these are the ones that run from the horse's hind legs over their hindquarters, over their back up the wither over the neck and up to their pole Now we tend to divide suppleness into two types. We've got longitudinal suppleness, which is the horse's ability to extend and compress their backs and work correctly over those top line muscles. But lateral suppleness is all about the horse's ability to bend and flex left and right. And both of these should be done obviously without that tension or tightness or resistance. Today though, we're gonna look at mostly that longitudinal suppleness. So that's focused more around the frame the horse makes, how they use their backs and how they actually move over those top line muscles. So if we're talking about the possibility of a horse being too supple, a horse cannot work too much over their backs. They cannot be too supple because at no point do we come across an issue because our horse's muscles are free from resistance or free from tightness. The more correctly our horse uses their muscles and the more athletic and supple and free from tightness those muscles are, the better. So there's no such thing as a horse being too supple. But problems that riders may come across is that the horse may be too free in their movement, they may need to carry more weight on their hind legs, they may need to be more balanced or they may need to work into a more consistent contact or have that better connection from the hind leg to their front legs. And this will be when riders tend to come across a problem. It might be that their horse loses straightness, they might carry their quarters in to the left or to the right, they might fall through a shoulder, they might struggle to just maintain. that consistent connection from the hind leg to the front end but all of this ultimately comes down to a lack of those first three scales of training so rhythm suppleness or contact so it seems really illogical but actually if you're struggling with your horse's straightness actually suppleness could be one of those causes so making your horse more movable could actually help but ultimately the more supple you get your horse the more athletic they will be and the more free they will be and the easier it will be for them to move correctly and get that throughness and that connection where the hind legs are stepping into that really even really elastic contact that we're all trying to achieve
1: many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care
2: LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com spoken today.
3: So if we know then that we can't have a horse that's too supple, how do we know when we have enough suppleness? And this is something that I hear and I experience myself quite a lot when I go, is this enough? Is this enough that the judges will be happy with this if I go down the center line with this amount of suppleness? And how do we know when we've reached that point where our horses are working correctly, they are working over their backs without having a coach or a judge tell us because most of the time, we don't have that at home. The answer though is really simple. When we have a horse working correctly, we've said already that they work from the hind leg over that really nice supple back using those top line muscles into an even elastic contact. Now, when we have a horse like this, if we allow the rein out a little, the horse should be supple enough to stretch their body a little, follow the bit down and work into this new, slightly longer frame. And when they do this in a really smooth, really relaxed way, we know we have a horse that's working correctly over their back. We know we have a horse that's using those correct muscles and that those muscles are free from resistance and tightness because they're able to stretch out. And it's the reason why we have those circles of trot stretches or our free walk, even from the very lowest levels of dressage, it's to check that the horse is working correctly over their back. It's to check whether there's any tightness or tension in that back or whether those muscles are free and able to stretch out. And all of this, like we've said, should happen without the horse getting stronger or lighter in the contact. So the weight you have in your hand should stay the same. It should be that really same, really even, really elastic feeling down the rein. So if this is something that you struggle with or you're working on getting your horse more supple, a really easy exercise is just to sit yourself on a 20 metre circle in trot. And if you get to the stage where you think your horse feels good and they feel supple and they feel like they're working over their backs, just allow that rein out about an inch. It doesn't need to be a lot. But if your horse follows the rein down, you know your horse is then working correctly over their backs and is supple. If, however, you find that your horse braces or tightens, comes away from the contact, comes behind the vertical, comes unbalanced, goes onto the forehand, loses rhythm, leads against you, there are so many things that could happen. But if any of those do happen, you know you're not quite there with your horse's suppleness yet, and it might be that there's some tightness, some tension, some resistance in the back, or you just need to get them a bit more supple. And that's when you can bring in your suppleness exercises, whether that's spirals, whether that's serpentines, whether that's loops, whether that's lateral work, to improve your horse's suppleness. Now, a big thing for a lot of dressage riders is to get their horse round or on the bit. I personally much prefer the term on the bit because round kind of implies that we want the horse to look like a semicircle shape with the back as the highest point And the pole and the hindquarters as the lowest points. And this is definitely not true. The aim that we're looking for is to achieve a frame where the horse works over their back and lifts their back, yes. But with the pole as the highest point. And this is the only time that we tend to come across a problem around the idea of too much suppleness. Is when we talk about a horse being too round. And it's a big topic in the dressage world, when a horse comes behind the vertical. And this is, to explain behind the vertical, it's basically when a horse brings their nose into their chest, so you cannot draw that straight line from the forehead and the pole to their nose. Now, I'm not going to dwell on this too much, because we're going to have a whole other episode coming up about being behind the vertical. But the main thing I want to talk about is when a horse comes behind the contact, And this is when a horse is going to bring their nose into their chest, but they lighten the contact to evade taking that bit down and out. So there's no contact there and the horse will be fixing themselves in that position with their chin closest to their chest. Now, there are hundreds of reasons why a horse might come behind the bit. It might be because they're weak. It might be because they're not quite supple enough. It might be because they're tense. It might be because they aren't pushing correctly from their hind legs. Or it may be because they've been taught that this is where they are supposed to go. With all of these, though, the horse ultimately isn't working correctly over their top line. So this isn't a suppleness issue. In fact, this problem can often be created because of a lack of suppleness. Because those muscles are really tight. They're going to be really braced. They're going to be really fixed in position rather than being free from resistance that we need to have a horse supple. It can also encourage the back to drop down and away from the rider rather than the horse using their core muscles to keep their back up and engaged. And ultimately, if we did that test and we allowed the rein out a little, the horse is going to probably stay in that same really thick shape. It's going to keep its nose behind the vertical. It's not going to extend their back and neck out to follow the bit. So ultimately, that suppleness test, it doesn't tick that box. So a horse that's behind the bit, it is a really severe problem because it highlights that those first three scales of training, our rhythm, our suppleness, and our contact are not there. But let's go back to suppleness then. So each time you progress up a level in dressage, we know that it requires our horses to do more movements that require them to be more strong, more supple, or more athletic. And the job we have as riders is to ensure that they are able to do these movements whilst maintaining that resistance-free, tightness-free muscles and keep that same throughness where the horse is working over their backs but with their pole as the highest point. Add in more difficult movements and the horse is going to need more athleticism, more strength, more flexibility in those muscles without them getting tight and tense in other words they're gonna to need to be more supple but a horse losing suppleness or having those moments of resistance or tightness or tension it's a fact of dressage especially when we introduce new movements or something that a horse struggles with they're not gonna be strong enough yet in their top line muscles or in their hind legs or if they're naturally more hot or tense all of this and more it can lead to losses of suppleness and it happens to everyone The main thing and the most important thing is that we keep striving for that swinging free toned muscles that are strong and that are used correctly. It's always gonna be an ongoing process and we're always gonna get to a stage, especially when we move up a level in training or we start introducing new movements where our horse is gonna struggle, where the strength isn't gonna be there, where the suppleness or the athleticism isn't gonna be there. And that's the process, is that we keep progressively making our horse more supple, more strong, more athletic, to be able to do the work for the higher level. If suppleness is something you're working on, we do have loads of episodes that go a bit more in-depth into what suppleness is, how to improve it, loads of exercises that can help. And for those of you that are Decomplicating Dressage training platform members, there is a whole area dedicated to suppleness exercises that you can use too but hopefully this episode has helped to explain that there is no such thing as our horses being too supple or more athletic we're keeping striving for more suppleness more athleticism more strength but getting to that stage where our horse evades that contact and fixes in their backs and comes off of the contact That is something that we need to look out for because this is a, whether it's an evasion or a horse misunderstanding, it can have really bad consequences to how our horses move, how they perform, and ultimately the scores that we will end up getting when we go and compete. So it's something that I really, really would suggest you work on if it's something you're struggling with. While I have you here, I wanted to talk to you about the training hub that we have over at DecomplicatingDressage.com. Members have access to a huge range of courses, workshops, Q and A's and exercises to help them improve their dressage knowledge as well as their training on their horse. You also get 24 seven access to a fully qualified coach, that's me. So if you have a bad training session or competition or a problem you just can't fix, you can pop me a message and we can chat and come up with some solutions before your next ride so you're never left not knowing how to fix something or improve your horse and your riding. So many of you have joined recently from the podcast and it's been great to get to know you and your horses and help you on your journey. So if you'd like to join us, all you need to do is head to DecomplicatingDressage.com and click the join now button. We're also doing a seven-day free trial so you can see if we are right for you before committing any money. So come join us now over at DecomplicatingDressage.com.
0: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer.